0: This episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which I was lucky enough to head out to Barcelona and see being unveiled at its launch and to chat to athletes like Sharon Nikidi, who won the New York Marathon a few years ago, who does all of her easy and steady runs in this pair of shoes. And then we've set Jess from The Running Channel a very specific challenge to train for 12 weeks for her fastest, hopefully ever, 10K, which is also back out in Barcelona.
1: Yeah, she is loving training in this shoe. And I think it's important as well because we're so lucky we get to test lots of different shoes. But we do know that some people just want that one pair that will do everything so jess has been doing her long runs interval sessions and she will be tackling the final 10k in the underarm infinite elite shoes
0: yeah big focus on endurance and a brand new foam which provides extra energy return and looks after you on even your longest runs so if you want to know more head to the link in the show notes
1: You are listening to The Running Channel Podcast with me, Sarah Hartley, my co-host Andy Baddeley and Rick, who's in the corner, not pressing buttons Wait today. Wait
2: a second, I think we've got some breaking
0: news. What? what? Do <laughs> you know? No, do you know. know? I know. I know, I know. Oh, well, you two are teaming up on me about something. No, this
2: is uh, confirmed. Mm-hmm. As of today, Andy Badley will be running his first marathon in Valencia in southern Spain this coming December.
1: Well, I, let's, I talk even about, spoken yet. let's talk about some controversy here. Rick ran up to me last weekend at the Running Channel pop-up, yeah. two weekends ago, and said, you'll never believe it, Andy signed up to his first marathon. As you can imagine, I was over the moon. Yeah. So I immediately <laughs> ran over to Andy and said, hey, mate, I heard you signed up and like did it in all today. I'm, what th- did you tell me?
0: I think I've already said, no, no, I'm just telling everybody that that's the marathon that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not doing it? No, I want to do it. That, okay, like, let's say it. Like, I want to do that marathon. I us I, no, confirmed. it. Okay, we the, can the, the, all say it. we
1: want to do marathons. I want to go to space. Doesn't mean I am.
0: We could make that happen. No, I would like most working days I would like to send you into space. <laughs> Just say it <laughs> is true. You could be shouting in a vacuum and that would make me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody to hear you scream. What, Rick? <laughs>
2: Sorry, the flight's confirmed. You're going to Valencia. Okay, sign me up. I want to do it.
0: I I, I mean, basically it's the latest marathon in the year. So it gives me the maximum possible time to sort my dodgy knee out.
1: There is actually Pisa the week after.
0: Um, But I kind of want to do that. I imagine uh, there's some kind of joke in there about leaning. Quick, quick, quick. falling over. That's (laughs) that's what I'll be doing.
2: Start the podcast before he backs out.
0: Before we dive into the podcast, Rick was so happy. We need to pick up on this. Just then he was so, his smug little face about that little throw to the music hey, podcast. I'm, I'm
2: here to tame audio and make you two sound
0: good. Did Do you say sa-
1: tame audio? Tame
0: audio. He's got a little bit <laughs> big for his boots, you see. When we did the live podcast, we let him sit next to me and Sarah. Whereas so now, big,
1: y- so big for his boots that he's turned up today in what can only be described as the epitome of smart casual.
0: <laughs> 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 you are, he's, he's got you a shirt the on the
1: top you <laughs> Trainers, you know, Rick, this is going out audio only, oh, but yeah. this is important to mention that every other week we do put these podcasts yeah, on Yeah, we had the a YouTube. lot of questions about that. Yeah, so for anyone who is confused, every single week we will bring audio to your ears wherever you get your podcasts. Every other week, yeah. we put the full thing on YouTube. Yes, yeah, yeah. so um, if you want to watch
0: us, if you want to see, catch up on Rick's sort of sartorial elegance. But <laughs> well, today he is literally the dictionary definition. If you if you Wikipedia'd smart casual, We've got they would like show Rick Kelsey, Kelsey right now. You know,
1: Nick blanket uh, shirt, oh chinos. Are we back on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back
0: on
2: chinos chinos yeah. every single yeah. day yeah. those white... skinny
1: jeans what are they yeah. and then some lovely white trainers yeah. yeah
2: yeah well it's because I was actually filming a documentary in Kent this morning turned up at this enormous tanker and then the guy goes "You've <laughs> you, you, you using the, the running so that's channel just, so that's just what people <laughs> 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 is that what you said <laughs> literally I was there for a, 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 quite a big broadcasting group as you will other broadcasters are available and the guy goes <laughs> Yeah, you mate. You're not from the running Channel, are you? And I was like, yeah, but I'm here to talk about liquid
0: natural gas. Yeah, I can't even remember what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, that's um, my lovely daughter, Lily, is getting very cross with me about this. It's really lovely for me. and definitely feeds my ego, but I've been showing up to various things. What took her to Park Junior at the weekend, um, and she was absolutely loving it. She she had an amazing time, but we were literally halfway round, and I was, she'd just come, I wasn't running with her. She wanted to run on her own. And I was cheering her on. She was halfway around. And the, the guy who was running behind her with his kids, as he ran past, but within earshot of Lily, was like, Oh, is it Andy from the running tower? Hey. And she, just as she was disappearing off into the distance, I just heard Lily go, Oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why
2: this might be happening, actually, Sarah? Because he made that. Pledge, didn't he? I want
0: me.
1: Oh <laughs> yes. Why well, are you getting recognised more, Andy? Is it because your social media following is skyrocketing?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. The um the, the our lovely podcast listeners last week were challenged with the task of getting me to five thousand Instagram followers from scratch. Bearing in mind I, I've only posted images, no <laughs> captions ever, and the <laughs> last post the, the last post was August twenty twelve, um, and it, it's. I don't get me wrong. It's, I'm not perilously close to having to post anything to keep people in in, in the loop in my life. No, but, people,
1: but, are, people are keeping you in your place. Yes, you know, exactly. You have so to earn those, yeah, those follows.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not doing anything though until we get to 5,000. I've oh, right. nearly passed 1,000 though in, in the space of like, oh, you know, He's, he's doing quite
2: well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's actually doing all right. So mm. for, for anyone who, you know, is sat on the fence currently on why they should follow you, what kind of content can they expect to see once you tick over that 5,000 mark?
0: I would say absolutely don't follow me. I don't want to have to do it. So, you know, <laughs> it, that's, the, that's the simple answer. Just don't bother. But no, if you want to make me go on Instagram and, and, and then have to sort of divulge the behind the scenes secrets from the, uh, the Running Channel podcast, what Rick and Sarah are really like, then you've got to go and find at Badders coolest, uh, coolest handle ever on Instagram. Oh I might have to God.
1: change this, That was like the worst pick ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you know that. I mean, you won't know this because you're not on social media, but you know, there's now a trend called de-influencing.
0: Is that me? My uh, de influ- de you're influencer. de-influencing yeah. yourself. Ah, oh. okay. Well, I'll, I'll take that. It's <laughs> out, it's, it sounds like I'm achieving something at least. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, you're doing something. Doing something. Rick, how's your week of running been?
2: I've been discharged in my physio after,
0: what, two, two and a half years? I feel nice. like that's like one of those things where you'd put a sound effect in of people cheering and clapping. we just yeah yeah sorry, mate. yeah no. <laughs> if only you were pressing those buttons more effectively yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're not actually working so. no i know that's the um, problem
2: yeah um yeah so i, I went in and I, I kind of knew i was coming to the end of my time uh after post-surgery well, no no post-surgery we still want surgeries. you <laughs> <laughs> no uh this is a quite an in joke but my fob didn't work to get into the building today so i'm not quite sure on that anyway back to the story <laughs> okay, uh, um, i thought that'd be funny yeah, yeah? yeah. Did what? you really do that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you think face. Andy is organised? Yeah, you know, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I've been discharged, and so now I'm looking. You know, doing uh, strength and conditioning out on my own, and might even get a strength and conditioning coach. See how we go. But yeah, no more actual physio work, but continuing with the exercises. So exciting times. Yeah, so that's a like longer. a
1: breakup. You're gonna yeah. get withdrawal
2: Yeah, and then I went for a run last week, and i for the first time, felt a bit of pain in the, in my and where I had the operation. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is just complete sod's law that this has happened." Yeah, yeah <laughs> psychological, calling...
0: maybe, mm, maybe a little bit psychological. Yeah, you've been like, it's like oh, when you have a baby. Obviously, I had that a lot, and you um take them take them <laughs> home from hospital for the first time, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, I've got." to do this on my own now yeah. and you're just worried about every tiny little thing do know what, I, is it that
2: I, I haven't actually thought about that but now you mention it actually i think that could be the case because it's like well then he said to me he said for park run last saturday just make sure you just run it like don't go for a pb last week so i didn't push it as hard and actually,
0: no pain, so... Back in the game. Back in the game.
1: Back in the game. We
0: should talk about what we normally do, just in case anyone's new to the podcast or just waiting to hear what it is we're actually going to go on about this week. So normally, every week on the Running Channel podcast, we take on one topic in running, cover that in as much detail as we think is is useful and not too boring. Then we will tackle the news this week, what's been happening around the world in terms of running, and then we'll do the best bit. We'll answer your questions. In fact, last week's episode was almost an hour of just that answering questions from people who are right in front of us in our first ever live podcast
1: yeah we got some really really lovely questions and if you're you don't have the luxury of sitting in front of us don't worry you can still email into podcast at the running channel.com with any of your questions and they will most likely be answered in one of these podcasts
0: nice and speaking of questions just to, to throw something in there Sarah asked a brilliant question which uh, blindsided yes. me and Rick yeah. at the uh, pop-up last weekend oh I was yeah.
1: literally just reading this in the notes and hoping you'd yeah. forgotten yeah
0: <laughs> I, I, so, uh, it was remarkable I actually. think the question went who is phil collins
1: right okay let, let's let. And,
0: and i don't know that rick and i are older but we love phil collins because let's just... because because there'll be a problem here with
2: actually inserting his music at this point i'm just going to give you
0: one more night
2: just give oh, me please, one Darren. more
1: night see that i don't even know no? what was the oh. phil collins song that well doo-doo, we... doo-doo, 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 yeah,
0: doo-doo. The, uh, people know it from the um the famous chocolate advert where there was a big gorilla that was playing the drums right
1: couldn't, couldn't that's that's you. what.
0: Well, one of the team spent a good five minutes, literally poised, ready to do the air drums to that because <laughs> he hadn't realised how late into that song. Um, I the, can the,
1: feel it. That's what, that, yeah, that's coming the in the air
0: tonight is the is yeah. the song. Yeah, so you do yeah. know the music.
1: So yeah, so I know some. I know yeah. some. Also, just I'm... for
0: regular listeners who might not know this, Rick's just given a you know actually let us know what you think about Rick's little audition there rendition of Phil Collins. But Sarah is an incredibly talented a cappella singer. Is she? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think he a Phil Collins song.
2: I don't
1: know any. That's literally all I know. But, no, no.
0: But uh, I don't. I think you know there are there is video evidence of uh, Sarah's oh, participation. Oh no, Right. Y- if yes.
1: anyone has any spare time, do not go onto YouTube <laughs> and try and track down me singing acapella. So a cappella. It's not worth it. A cappella. So,
0: Birmingham, Birmingham University. No, no. So, oh, no. <laughs> there's so. <laughs> I to see this. There's <laughs> She's so,
1: There's so much time out there. You know, go outside, go for a yeah, run. Get on the treadmill, go for a it's run. It's basically
0: like Pitch Perfect, right? That's that's how <laughs> yeah. I.
2: You know, you know, on YouTube, make video private. That's your friend. <laughs>
0: yeah, you need to get involved. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we should probably move on from singing. What's today's topic that we're gonna talk about?
1: Today's topic is our favorite 5K workouts and how to introduce some speed work into your weekly routine. So. We wanted to keep this one super broad for anyone who might be coming out of the end of marathon spring marathon mm-hmm. season, looking for a challenge, or for anyone who is looking for a little bit of speed to inject into their running routine, whether it's five k or towards yeah. other distances.
0: Yeah, we know we've been hammering the marathon stuff because obviously people have been excited about Manchester, Boston, London, all of that stuff. But mm. but plenty of people don't want to run a marathon or are at different stages of their running journey. So if you want to run a running, if you want to run a five k PB as an experienced runner, or you're relatively new to five k and would like to just do something a little bit different that's going to keep it interesting, exciting and help you to run a little bit faster maybe or to more, run more regularly, then that is what we're all about today.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially in the UK at the moment, it we are potentially nearing the end of winter. Oh, it and doesn't,
0: I mean, we should be well into spring, but it hasn't felt like No, it. it
1: hasn't felt like it. But there have been a few days recently where you haven't needed like a full-on duvet puffer jacket yeah. to go outside. Yes, and that's I can feel
0: it coming in the air tonight. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that Rick like that one? What, what's Sarah's that not... in reference to? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
2: Spring the summer back to to the drawing board
1: (laughs) um but i feel like when the weather changes it can sometimes put people off wanting to go outside for a run because Mm. it feels so much harder to be out for an hour when you're when it's really hot because you'll be sweating more you might not be hydrating enough i love the heat
2: it's easier to get out though isn't it when it's warm
1: it's easier to start but i feel like it's so much harder to carry on so like marathon training for example you will have comparatively even though marathon training in the dark or over the winter is really hard if you're like me and you struggle to get outside in the summer because you're like i just know how awful i'm gonna feel when yeah. i'm running 5k training is actually really good because the sessions are shorter
0: yeah the sessions are shorter you don't have to be putting in the, the miles um but yeah be aware that if you're used to running when it's cooler just a, a small increase in temperature is going to put your heart rate up it's going to make things feel if you're measuring on a RPE rate of perceived exertion scale one to ten you'd probably be up a notch or two to run the same pace sometimes. Mm. Um, and you'll cumulatively get hotter throughout a runoff. So if, you, if it's 10 degrees in the winter, dress as if it's going to be 20 degrees because after you warm up 5 or 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the run, you'll be comfortable in what you would be comfortable in. Yeah.
1: And don't forget your sun cream.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, as Even the uh, Baz Luhrmann song goes. Oh, blank face. Know? Oh, Sarah doesn't know this one either. Baz no.
1: Lerman Yeah. song. The, yeah. As in the... F- Baz the, Films. Yeah.
0: He did the, did the you like songs? S- Sunscreen. Oh, we God. need to look, you need to look it up. It's an amazing song. We'll play it to you after this. Yeah. Can't play the podcast? No rights. Sorry. um So 5K. <laughs> oh,
2: I... he's gone into management mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like
0: I do listen to a few podcasts and I was always like, why are they singing really badly? <laughs> this song they're like, oh yeah, can't get the rights. Um so, <laughs> so
1: we'll have to sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> podcast at the com as to what you would like Sarah to give a 30 second rendition of on next week's podcast. Acapella, no accompanying tracks because we can't get the rights. Uh,
1: brilliant. Okay, should we talk about 5Ks? Yes, that's... <laughs> so, I want to start off with a workout that lots of people will be familiar with, but there are so many different variations of, really great for 5K, pyramids. Yep. Pyramids, which also some people do a pyramid in the traditional sense of the pyramid where they go up and then they come back down. Other people go up, other people come down. So
0: if you just go up, it's definitely not a pyramid. That's just a hill. Yeah.
1: No, but as in some people do one, two, three, four, five.
0: Yeah, which is not a pyramid.
1: Yeah, but some people do five, four, three, two, one.
0: Not a pyramid either.
2: All right, okay. So I I really want to get into this. I know, but do you know what the joke is how you can tell a runner in a gym? I don't know. Is this
0: another joke that you've written?
2: Yeah. Okay, hit me with it. <laughs> a pyramid. Because they only do legs.
0: They're the opposite of a triangle. I mean, you said that was a joke. You led into that with a joke.
1: Oh, I get
2: it. Do so you get it?
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's the opposite of like, do you even lift bro? Or like, don't skip yeah, leg yeah. day. So, it's so like, like all like runners, like
2: meatheads yeah. will be triangles. Yeah. Runners are pyramids. Oh.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Y- you're but. in charge of the edit, mate. You can decide whether you keep that in. Pause. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, sorry, Sarah. Uh, semantically taking the mickey out of you, pyramids.
1: Pyramids. Pyramids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that it? is that what we've got. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one would be a pyramid in terms of minutes. You can do it in distance 200, 400, 600, 800, and then back down. <laughs> These two have lost themselves in a fit of giggles <laughs> just shouting pyramids at one another. I don't know what's <laughs> happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Sorry, pyramids. This is a session that I've done loads. It is in uh, some of the training plans that you can find on the Run Channel website. Yeah. Really, really easy sessions to do, easy sessions to remember as well, but they're quite good at getting you in. So, on qu- quite often, if you're getting into a bit of f- kind of 5K mm. training, you're s- just starting out, a good one to do is literally just a three, two, one, which would mm-hmm. be minutes, mm-hmm. three minutes, two minutes, one minute, with one minute recovery in between each of those three and then if you wanted to do two sets of that yeah. then you could take like three minutes in between yeah. as a recovery and then go back into it and yeah. then all of the three I mean, minutes
0: it's still not pyramids but carry on
1: i know it's not three <laughs> but it's like half of it <laughs> yeah. i'm just grouping these all in together yeah. because then the other thing that you could do is you could do three two one and then rather than doing another three two one you could do a one two three
0: yes that's like an inverted pyramid it, and there's definitely ways around of doing it where it's, it's more difficult so we've talked about far like sessions before that are similar to what you've mentioned there so one minute two minutes up to five so one two three four five five four three two one that's mm. a classic pyramid and it's easier easier coming down at the end that's that's why pyramids are psychologically a good thing because by the time you get to the middle of the pyramid that's your toughest bit yeah and then once you've got those the, the, the you might just do one long rep in the middle as the point of the pyramid and then come back down but you know everything's getting easier from that point so you might be getting faster as the reps get shorter but time the psychological time involved you've you've broken the back of it
1: yeah and once you've done like the middle bit where you're like five minutes at because sometimes you can do it where every single rep is at the same pace Mm. so like it might be that you do one two three four five five four three two one all at 5k pace yeah but then psychologically because you've gone okay i've just done two lots of five minutes at 5k pace i'm gonna absolutely nail this last one minute So I can go a little bit faster or you might just think of it as I've had quite a lot of sessions before where it's just run as you feel for the last couple. So if that is 5k pace, that's fine. If that's faster than 5k pace, that's like a nice added bonus.
0: Yeah. And you're lifting the pace a little bit. It's a good way to finish. Yeah. Mm. In terms of if we are talking about interval sessions or workouts definitely the run as you feel is a good guide but what you don't want to do is get slower really like that's psychologically tough yeah, it, it yeah doesn't I feel teach you it's either pacing. like stick or yeah stick or get faster is what runners you feel means like yeah. <laughs> take the limiter off like allow yourself <laughs> yeah. to, to go faster than you've been you've been holding yourself back in order to pace yourself
1: and then the thinking behind that as well is then in a race situation if you're able to kind of get into the stage of workouts where you're still pushing yourself hard at the end then that's obviously the part of a race if you're training for a 5k pb Mm -hmm. that's going to feel the hardest so you've already practiced kind of pushing a little bit more towards the end and being able to give that like last little kick
0: yeah trying to lift the pace Mm. absolutely my workouts are always a bit more Geeky. Like, I didn't like running to, (laughs) Sarah's giggling. I I didn't like running to time, like you've said there. Like, I hated pyramids like that. I wouldn't have minded a pyramid that was, say, 400, 800, 1200 Mm. on the track and then coming back down. The defined distances really helped me out. But my favorite workouts would be things like, I'm going to throw a rogue one in first, actually, that's not on the track, because I want to make this as, anyone could go out and do this as relatable as possible and perhaps not what you'd expect. But I think one of the things that made the biggest difference to my running and particularly over 5K was combining two things that we talk about on the running channel tempo or thresh, threshold running and hills. So I would have gone and done, and it's quite hard to find somewhere where you can do both because you need a flat section really to do proper threshold running to control your heart rate and run at the same intensity. And then you need a short, sharp hill that you can you can run up. But I'd have done a two mile, two mile threshold at my heart rate. Then I'd have taken three minutes recovery, then done, depending on the workout, I did five to 10 times 30 to 45 seconds, hill sprints with a walk back down recovery. Then a short another short recovery, maybe three minutes after the final hill effort. Then i do the threshold again. And the, the reason that I sometimes did five hills, not ten, is because that was that would be when I'd do a second set of hills. So I'd have gone threshold, hills, threshold, hills.
2: So how would you do the hills then? How what, how many reps did you do with the hills?
0: So yeah, five or ten. But if I was just doing one set of hills in the middle with the threshold yeah. either side, it would have been ten minutes threshold. So I'd have run two miles in ten minutes and then which I appreciate is faster than like you can you can either decide to do a 10 minute threshold or you could try to do two miles which would be longer for a lot of people but then yeah then i've done 10 30 second hard efforts on the hills and walking down yeah i'm walking down and then back to threshold and one of the key hardest things about this is thresholds all about working aerobically hill sprints are all about the opposite so when you start the second set of threshold running you feel awful. Your legs are full of lactate. You're, you feel a bit wobbly. Yeah. You can kind of taste it a little bit, and you feel a bit fatigued. So, the first two or three minutes of that next threshold are all about trying to clear out that as efficiently as possible.
2: If this all sounds like it's too much, though, could you break that up and just do those bits as individual sections? So one day, could you just go and do the hill sprints?
0: You could. It wouldn't have the same training effect, though. So the the that's what that's like a normal thing. We just do a little warm up, go and do your your hill sprints. And you'd be thinking about form and drive and power and all of those things. And this is just a kind of a hybrid, a way of like maximum bang for your buck if you can only run three or four times a week. Yeah. You might be like, I'm going to do both of those things. So you get a real aerobic benefit from the threshold and then a, a power and anaerobic system speed endurance from the hills. And then the second threshold's the bit that tests you. And you'll find that as you get fitter, if you're doing everything else the same. That second threshold is where you'll see the improvement because you'll clear out the lactate much more quicker, much more efficiently. You're in less oxygen debt. And then you you can literally feel the improvement. So the hills
2: are helping your speed and then the threshold is helping your endurance.
0: Exactly that, yeah. Um, that'll work for all distances, obviously. but, but and, and you could just make it longer and for, for 10K and half marathon and so on. And then I don't know whether you care about any of my other workouts.
1: <laughs> no, go on. Give us another geeky one.
0: Okay. (laughs) Rick's wrapping wrapping us up as well. So um, (laughs) my my favourite all-time workout on the track, which is specifically for 5K, and I also used it for 1500 metres, was four sets of a kilometre, a short recovery, and then a 400 metre. So on the track, that's a two and a half laps, short recovery, and then one lap. And the the K rep would have been faster than 5K pace. So at 5K pace or slightly faster. And then the 400 metre rep would be at mile pace so um your, your alternating pace is there that's just it really gets you into the rhythm of the 5k running and then the faster 400 meter one lap efforts almost put 5k pace into perspective and make it feel a bit easier so mm. I, I used to love that
1: yeah so those are all of our kind of favorite workouts if you are going to be doing training that is tailored towards 5k you'll see still need to be getting easy runs in there yeah. still need to be getting long runs in there I'm surprised at the moment I'm doing a lot of 5k work now and Some of my long runs are still pretty long. I thought this would be so different. And that doesn't have to be the case for everyone. Like Mm. I know that I want to then do some longer stuff later in the year. So I think that's why my long runs are still over like five to 10 miles. You're
0: keeping the volume up because you've, you've, got yourself to such a good place of aerobic fitness in marathon training that you don't want to just abandon that so yeah. as but long I as think- your body's holding together you can keep that long run in there and i used to run a, a good long run even though i was only running for three or four minutes
1: yeah and a lot of people are always quite surprised that they still have long runs when they're training for 5k yeah. which i know for you you did 1500 meters so 5k is a long run but for <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> for, for most people who don't do kind of track racing 5k is like a, what we would consider short runs but then yeah. you still have long runs in there as well and then at
0: the same time if you're new relatively new to running then 5k might feel like one of the longest distances that you've taken on and therefore mm. your long run won't be that long but that's the progression right if you're then starting to get comfortable running a 5k you can start to increase your long run and that will naturally increase your aerobic capacity and then all of the workouts alongside it'll make you faster so it's kind of it's putting all of those facets together of good training to give you the best possible chance of kind of enjoying your running uh being able to go a little bit further or a little bit faster whatever your kind of goal is that you've set
1: we've actually got a very very interesting video coming out on the running channel very soon where we challenged some runners to see how much faster they could get over 5k and it's a very interesting mix of you you'll be able to see all of the training that they did and we've got people who have never run further than 10k before and people who have run marathons and they're whoever wins basically it's on their like percentage improvement so it's a totally even playing field but it's been so interesting to see how for every single person no matter what level they're at the thing that's made the biggest difference are those kind of workouts alongside all of the the extra training
0: yeah and we did that piece of uh, that video it's really exciting with runner r-u-n-n-a the training app who Mm -hmm. we've partnered with for this year and actually i think we've got something that could help the audience out if they wanted to try and try and try the app themselves
1: yeah so we've given you some workouts there but if you want actually a plan that is fully tailored towards you how long you want it and your goals we've got a code that you can use to get runner for two weeks for free so you can try it, see whether it works for you so um either head to runner and then put in the referral code which is trc all capitals or if have a look in the description or show notes of this podcast and we'll put the link in which will automatically fill that information in for you You and give it a go nice you're listening to the running channel podcast up next we've got your questions to answer plus we've each picked a new story from the world of running to discuss Don't forget, this episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite shoes. Now, at The Running Channel, we bang on all the time about how if you want to run fast, you need to run slow. I'm talking about the 80-20 rule.
0: Yes, you need to do the vast majority of your training at an easier or steadier pace. And you need an everyday pair of running shoes that you trust to do that. And the Infinite Elite has brand new cushioning technology in the form of Under Armour's Hover Plus. So that's designed to support you for the whole of even your longest runs with extra cushioning and energy return. So that's what this is all about
1: about yeah and if you want to check out the underarm infinitely head to the link in the show notes
0: okay it will be question time soon but every episode we each pick a news story from the world of running to chat about so here sarah what have you got
1: i've got a super quick one just that it's, it's not good news but well it is good news it's, it's amazing that loads
0: of people are running
1: <laughs> <It's a bit
0: laughs> so i'm giving away the fact that i know what this news story is <laughs> you know already. what
1: my news story is anyone who's entered the london marathon ballot for next year the chances of getting in are getting harder and harder oh, yeah. Five hundred and seventy thousand people yeah, first entered in the ballot first yeah. time ever
0: over half a million yeah i think yeah, yeah. Well, it, mean, it means incredible.
2: that there's going to be massive wholesale relief for an enormous amount of the population that they don't get in and they haven't got a
1: train <laughs> yeah how many people do you think we're looking at how many people have entered and going like you know five
2: hundred and twenty-five thousand? people put... <laughs> are going to be really relieved
1: yeah, yeah i'll put my well, name down i've done it
0: well if you know any of the people or if you're one of the people that that have uh have balloted and are hoping to get in then you need to point all your friends in the direction of the running channel podcast so mm. we'll help you get over that disappointment stay motivated and, and decide what it is you want to do next
1: yeah and don't worry, there are loads of other marathons happening at the same time. So there are, are loads of other marathons, If you are disappointed, yeah. there are other options. That's
2: just <laughs> it. It was noticeable at mile 27, though, how many people came in. And, you know, often came up, oh, you know, I just entered the ballot for the first time and I got in. And oh, they were standing, yeah. Standing next to their mate, of, I've done it for... 19 years mate there was actually it.
1: someone yeah, yeah. she said that she'd been trying for 15 years and this yeah. was the first time she got in it's
2: tough isn't
0: it yeah. so
1: keep keep plugging away yeah, it might happen one day
0: we'd also promised that we wouldn't talk about marathons all the time so my news story is completely unrelated so just over the I think when I read this news story it was two days ago Mark Zuckerberg ran a 5k
1: oh yes I heard this
0: uh, oh well that's giving the game away but he ran a, ran a 5k race in Stanford in the US obviously not too far from uh, Meta's headquarters what time do you both think that he would run? For, and it's not all about the times. I'm just interested. Uh, always is these famous people stories like, oh, Oprah Winfrey ran a marathon and she mm. ran it in this. What, w- what would you imagine like Michael Zuckerberg run? He's actually quite a keen runner.
1: How oh, often does he run? Oh, I mean, well, he's a keen runner. This
0: is a few years ago, 2016. There was a news story where he he was trying to run 365 miles that year. Um, so like a mile What's for every day. Yeah. Uh, one Yeah. and a half kilometers. So it's like 500, 500 600 kilometers in, in a year. Um, and huh. he he did it with five months to spare so he was obviously running quite a lot then i don't know how much he's doing now well he's
2: obviously useful then so i'm guessing that his 5k time is going to be 20 minutes oh that's
1: what what i was going to say yeah i reckon i i'd be annoyed if he got a sub 20 but i wouldn't be surprised i am i should be supportive i'd be over the moon (laughs) yeah we support (laughs) everybody here
0: 1934 is what he ran and his target was to run sub 20 minutes yeah which I think that's pretty good going. It is amazing. That's but then, incredible. you know,
2: sometimes you just you'll go to park run and you with a friend and you just be going, ah, oh, they probably run about the same yeah. as me. And they turn up in the top 10. And you just yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. how, where oh, did you get that from? That happened with yeah. my brother two weeks ago. I turned up and he finished 12th out really? of 580 runners. He's a pretty <laughs> handy. I, when
0: I was back home at Christmas. I, I was out on early christmas day escaping the uh hordes of children um to uh, to go out for a quick run and i bumped into the one other runner on the world who's running at the same time and it was your brother <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, like, you know yeah. you just
2: find things out in your own family sometimes that runners are just there yeah quite yes good. exactly yeah. and um,
0: it's nice to think that my first ever facebook friend runner sub 20 minute 5k do you remember when that was a thing Sarah's got no idea what I'm talking about.
1: What?
0: Do you know I, what I'm talking about? I've, this no. is the thing, right? When you first signed up to Facebook back in the day, you had one friend and it was Mark Zuckerberg. Aww.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: showing my age.
2: I mean, I'm, scr- I'm scratching my head, but I, I, I can vaguely remember. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well done to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. 19 minutes and what was it? 34? 34 19.34. So 19.34. So. Very, so, very, yeah. good. Very, very good. Pretty handy. So yeah.
0: if anyone knows of any cool celebrity stories, maybe people we could go running with who are mm. not known for running, but would maybe have an amazing, interesting That's story such to tell. That's a good idea. Yes.
2: Dream run date. Yes. Yeah,
0: you. yeah. Email us in, podcast at the running channel.com with who your dream running date would be with. Um, and if you have a direct route for us to be able to access that person, let us know and we'll try and make <laughs> it happen. Who would yours be? You, mate.
2: Oh, uh-huh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Sarah, who would yours be?
1: Not, not, uh, not either of you. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> <laughs> I've run with Andy too many times yeah. for him. And I'm, I'm usually anymore.
0: shouting at you to go faster. Yeah. Can I tell you mine, just, just in case pasty. she listens to the podcast? Oh, oh yeah, go on. Who do you, you who do
1: you think listens to this
2: podcast? Kirsty from Location, Location, Location.
1: Oh, Kirsty's Handmade Christmas. I love I her.
0: would adore, also. To go, yeah. I would adore
2: yeah. to go for a run. With okay, Kirstie right.
0: Also. Let's mobilise. <laughs> Forget trying to get me on Instagram. Scrap that.
1: <laughs> new challenge. Yeah,
0: yeah let's get... get
1: Rick on a run with Kirsty so, Yeah, I'd like to I go would...
0: sofa shopping with her as well, but you
2: know, a run would be even sofa better. Sofa shopping? Yeah. yeah.
1: Are you in the market for a new sofa? Well, she's
2: just good. She just, she's she's, good, at everything, isn't she's she? good at everything. She's good at everything. Yeah, good Good advice. Let's yeah. get her
0: on. Honestly, you are still listening to the Running Channel podcast, if you wouldn't believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we've got your questions.
2: <laughs> okay, first up, Noco emailed in to ask. My question is, can I eventually reach my goal if I keep focusing on training or do I need to improve my diet in order to reach my long term goal? This is pretty straightforward, isn't it? More straightforward
0: than getting you to read that question for the 15th time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it depends a lot on the goal, what the goal is, I think. Um, it's really hard to answer when it's a it's, it's generic question, but I totally get it. Like, the best advice is to do both. Like mm. it's... it's yeah, a really ambitious goal, then you have to kind of look at all elements of your life, like mm. sleep, nutrition, how much you're going to be able to recover in between workouts, how the, how you're structuring your week, all of that sort of stuff. So it's not like a dead cert. You can't improve just through training. We were researching a video recently about the math method from Dr. Phil Maffetone, Like the, This is based on low heart rate running. But it's supposed to be an all-encompassing, kind of holistic approach to, to everything. But broadly, it's a very sensible... It's like you have a healthy diet, healthy psychological approach to life and then you, you train in a certain way. But one of the things that I thought was a good sentence or way of thinking about it is that like there's lots of people who are healthy, but not very fit. And there's lots of people who are really fit, but not very healthy. And that's probably what we're talking about here. Like if you just focus on training and not diet and other lifestyle stuff, then you'll be really fit. But not but very not- healthy. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But it's also about the time you eat as well. So, you know, eating in the hour before training is not a great idea. But then also post training, it's good, as we've talked about before, to yeah. eat pretty soon after. Yeah, I need the right to, things. To to, to to recharge your, your
0: you definitely your can levels. eat in in you can eat in the hour before training, but you need to have a well trained gut to be able to kind of tolerate it. And it depends on how much training you're doing. But then the yeah the after training is probably the one that everyone neglects. Yeah. But getting protein in and like not processed foods necessarily ideally, which ironically loads of shop protein bars and shakes and so on are like ultra processed food ultimately
1: i think the other thing to consider as well and this is what i always battle with is that if if in order to achieve your goal you think that you have to do all of these things with your diet that are ultimately going to make you really miserable yes. then you're not going to approach training in a positive way that
0: yeah that's a really good point
1: so like this is why <laughs> i definitely take this to the wrong end of the extremes but everything in moderation if if yeah. If you're so hyper-focused on your goal that you are cutting loads of things out Mm -hmm. or you're going out with your friends and having to sacrifice loads of stuff, if you want to do that and that is you're really determined towards your goal, you have to balance the level of like, is what you're doing still healthy? Is what you're doing ultimately getting you happiness? What's your motivation for that goal? I I try to eat well when I'm training for something, but there are definitely days where I'm like, I could make a healthier choice yeah. but I'm making a happier choice. And then that means that when I uh, go to train.
0: I, yeah, this is, this is such a good point. Like the, the it, it took me an entire career of running to realize that the fundamental thing that has a more of impact than anything is like a happy runner is a fast runner. Yeah. So if you've got a goal, then you need to be happy. Everything in moderation is a really good way of, of thinking about it and being aware that you make bad decisions when you're tired. So like yeah. waiting to do a shop for the food that you want to buy, that you want to eat immediately after a race or immediately after a training session or for the rest of the week. But doing that when you're hungry is, is a terrible yeah. idea. So actually doing that when you're gonna make rational decisions because you're f- full up and you're not like seeing things and craving a particular type of food. Makes the more a stressed you are. Yeah, I,
2: I, a happy runner is, is a great runner. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I sometimes think if I have a bottle and a half of Gavi on a Friday night that I'd run a really fast park run on a Saturday morning. <laughs> well, I don't even know what Gavi is. is I assume it's some kind of wine that you oh, like it's, to. It's a fantastic Italian white. <laughs> Brilliant. what's the next question rick? next question rick jerry's
0: messaged asking
1: <laughs> gary's message,
0: oh, have you have you had some gavi <laughs> had had some wonderful italian white before finding out who's emailed in. Sorry. It's gary, in sorry. also just before oh, i mean one of the things we talked about is like we like the idea of feeling like we your, your friends talking about running in the pub that doesn't have to involve alcohol unless you're rick apparently
2: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't drink last night anyway jerry gary uh G- gary has emailed asking i've been out for a while with an ankle injury uh he's been doing strength exercises while he's been out he feels that he's ready to return but in the past it feels like he's rushed back to get back where he was what advice would you give him uh what would what should his comeback look like
1: i feel like rick you will give some useful helpful tips here on how did you a month is obviously a lot shorter than for how long you were mm. out, but what kind of things did you put in place to make sure that when you were returning to running, you didn't have all of your previous PBs in your head and you weren't just gunning towards getting those?
2: Well, I think the key there is he says ankle, but actually what he would really help him um, as if you worked on all the small muscle groups around your ankle and your low legs. So you, yeah. when you did strength training, you work the whole area on both sides and don't feel like just because your is on your left side, you shouldn't also be working the muscles in your right ankle as well. Uh, so you get that complete balance and you build up and that's all about injury prevention. the surrounding areas as well as that, because the surrounding areas, the muscles around will be overcompensating because you may change your running style, your cadence yeah. may change. Uh, so how many steps per minute you do. So building up those muscles around your ankle, I would definitely on this case be doing a lot of calf lifts as well, just to try and build up that strength around. So just avoiding other injuries, but also
0: working the muscle groups around it. Yeah. And I think, couple of things we've said it before i know sarah you mentioned it recently like the idea of doing like always give it at least one more day i yeah, mean yeah. And, and in this case it could be a few more days but you know that that first day we're like oh i could run today i don't have any pain or i've passed whatever test you've set for yourself give it another day or, or play it play it extra safe mm-hmm. um and, and actually that that's one thing as well you know if if you're what car phrases rick mentions are a, a good test for a lot of lower leg injuries and things like that you obviously don't want to be doing them all of the time in the early stage of an injury because if, if you've got a muscle strain or something you shouldn't test it all of the time mm-hmm. but if you have got to the point where you're pain-free and considering Lateral, running yeah. if you can't do simple weight-bearing exercises without pain then you're not ready to run yeah um so so that that's a that's a pretty good test and then when you get back in there the comeback is what gary asks about i suppose is, is what should that look like is is never never rush and don't be afraid to to walk and jog, just to be certain that you've, you're giving your body every chance. Yeah. Um. And then, but it's it's a difficult thing, but but often you'll you'll go more gently on a comeback. And the the irony here is that for me, for example, I have a an efficient biomechanical running pace at certain paces, and the slower I go, flex. No, no, no. no <laughs> everyone has a pace at which they're efficient, and then if you're running loads slower than that then you're, you're almost exaggerating your mechanics. So mm. for me, going really slowly means that I spend ages on the floor. So instead of each foot contact being this quite elastic, springy bounce on the floor, I'm like kind of levering through my ankle, for example. And that's actually, puts more pressure on my body than running faster. So there is, there is a case of, you can't just go in and start sprinting, but um, being sensible and, and looking at reducing the volume as well. So not trying to just rush back up to 60 miles a week or 20 miles a week or whatever you were at before build up gradually to that still use the 10 percent rule i would um,
1: also say adjust the goals that you're working towards as well because i i've spoken to a lot of people i've been quite lucky that i haven't been out or injured for too long but i've spoken to a lot of people who have and they're they the ones that have been happier returning back have always had much smaller goals but much more many more goals in the comeback more frequent
0: medium term goals rather than this massive like i'm gonna run a marathon in a year yeah Yeah.
1: which is fine you can have that you can go like okay i've been out for a month i've still got a race booked in i've still got for example berlin in october that's okay but i think in order to make the comeback better set your like big goal that you're working towards getting back to the mileage that you were doing before because if you see getting back to the mileage you were doing before as like Oh, well, yeah, I'm obviously going to do that. I'll be back there soon. Yeah. Then it's not going to feel like an achievement. But actually, if you're going from doing no running to getting back there, then that's a huge goal that you've ticked off. Yeah. But you need Let's, to give yourself the time to get there.
0: Much more psychologically positive. And to get there, you give yourself medium goals, medium term goals, i.e., you're splitting up your big goal into.
1: Chunking
0: Yes which is an amazing place (laughs)
1: Chunking Rick (laughs) is turning his arms He is saying End this now Yeah well
0: actually (laughs) I think what he was doing Was a really really Old person dance So let's let (laughs) us End it there You've been listening To the (laughs) Running Channel podcast Uh, Could you do us a small favour And rate And leave us a review And please keep coming back And recommending us To your friends So thanks And we'll see you next time
1: Don't forget to go follow At Run So that we can see What Andy makes On the old Instagram
0: Oh brilliant This episode was brought to you by Under Armour and their infinite elite everyday running shoe, which has a focus on both comfort and endurance. So an ultra springy, responsive feel that protects your legs and keeps them feeling fresh, which is what Jess has been putting to the test as she's been training for over the last 12 weeks for taking on her ultimate ever 10k. And she's been focused on consistency. So being able to show up with those fresh legs every day and every week in order to put in the work and the recovery that she needs to do. To run her best.
1: If you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes.